This is Lauren. This is Trey. And this is the Partnership Podcast. I'm Lauren, and I am one piece of the Partnership Podcast. I am the mother of an 11 year old and born and raised here in the same small town in Virginia, and currently working as a sexuality educator after over a decade of work in a maternal health field. I'm Trey, and I'm her partner. <laughs> This past week, we had a miscommunication about finances. We talk about like where it started and how we got to our resolution. Then a lot of this podcast actually breaks down pornography and masturbation and how that's relevant in our relationship. Enjoy. What's up, baby? I'm so excited. I feel so relaxed. Yeah. I am meant to answer questions. Great. What do you want to start with, Shug? Do you want to start with the questions? Do you want to start with, we were going to talk about our miscommunication about uh, finances. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Sure. Okay. Sure. I think that there's so, you and I will usually kind of put a pin in misunderstandings, miscommunications, especially when they have to do with... <laughs> kind of universal miscommunications, right? When we stumble into one that partners across the globe also struggle with. Mm -hmm. And finances, right? It, I mean, isn't it up there with like the top three reasons for yeah. divorce and yeah. Yeah, it's like finances, infidelity, and then like redoing a kitchen. <laughs> is that scientific or is that- Scientific. Just, is that just your own thrown in, thrown in one? Yeah, uh, that and like your uh, like your mother in law coming into town or yeah, something yeah, like that and over, overstaying her welcome. Um, yeah, so I can give a little backstory. I was raised that eventually I would be completely dependent on a husband. He, I was raised to believe that I should not work outside of the home, that I should be a homemaker, that my duties would entail like cleaning the house, cooking the meals, raising the children, that I would not be bringing in money. And so therefore I should never quote, be a burden to my husband. There's an infamous story of us going to McDonald's when we were little, I'm one of five kids. And I, I haven't eaten a, I haven't eaten a fast food hamburger since I was before this. And I had just lost my appetite for like a fast food hamburger. And, um, I, asked for like those McChicken sandwiches. Sure. Um, and I was told that that's too expensive. And I get teary talking about this. Um, you need to, I must have been like 10 years old. You need to be really careful, Lauren, because you have expensive taste and a man is not going to be able to afford to care for you, provide for you. Yeah basically keep it in check because your wants are too expensive. You were told this by your parents? Mm -hmm. At like 10 years old. And so... Like you were in the back seat and then there was a like a elbow that went on the, the side seat and what was it? Mom or dad said that? Fuck. I, it's too bad. And Right. And so we talk all the time, you and I do, about trauma, right? Not all trauma is physical abuse mm -hmm. sometimes it is mentally traumatizing sure that's right? what so, i got i got at that as a kid i got yelled at yeah yeah 
And so mine was almost like, that's almost a psychological trip, right? So that got planted in the back of my brain. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, oh, Lauren, you like slightly more expensive things. Good McChicken. And so... Or find find a man with McChicken money. uh, Or... Not even find a find a man with McChicken money if that's what you desire to do, or B learn how to make your own money. Yeah, double quarter pounder with right? cheese money. Learn what are you going to learn how to do so that you can afford whatever it is that you need, want, or desire. Mm-hmm. Those aren't wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you want to provide for yourself? Anyway, fast forward. That's what we're trying to do with a baby, where it's like she wants this mm-hmm. thing. It's like okay, how are you going to earn it? Then we just get deer in the headlights right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, which is developmentally normal it's okay to help children understand that they can they have something valuable that they bring to this world whether it's any anything they 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 are valuable in and of themselves i had skills at that young age i could have done something anyway that's that's a little backstory to then say then when i was married the first time um it was very volatile when it came to money. Um, he was also an entrepreneur, as are we. And so it would be like highs and lows. And he was not in a great place now. He's doing super well. Um, but we'd like plan a vacation. And then right before the vacation, he would start yelling like, we can't afford this. I don't know why you forced us to go on this vacation. We're not going. We're going to stay. Like, And so those same triggers came up again. Like, oh, I've done it again. I'm that burden that my parents always said I would be. Right, self-fulfilling prophecy type of shit. Okay. So then I my burned my life to the ground and I started over and I became a very like strong, independent woman who made her own money. And for the first time in my life, I felt great. I had my bills to pay. I was making plenty of money to do that. My business had gotten acquired. It was I felt free for the first time in my life. And then I met you and it was a great time to meet you because I was I was truly responsible for myself in the way that I had always been meant to be responsible for myself. And then, um, yeah, then you and I talked for the longest time and decided that I needed to step into sexuality education full time. And we knew that would be a financial shift, right? When you start a business, um, it's a startup. I mean, we all know about startups. There are unprecedented costs in the beginning you're not bringing in as much right away it builds gradually over time that is beautiful that's sustainable and you were interested in doing this with me but oh my gosh it has brought back all of my deepest insecurities deepest insecurities and it has forced us into some very uncomfortable conversations so now you take the ball. What just happened recently? Because I've not... It also... I find myself reverting to some childhood stuff. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I pay the mortgage and then you contribute 500 bucks on top of that on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, when we came to that agreement, what, like four or five months ago? Where it's mm-hmm. like the money that you're bringing in... Mm-hmm put $500 on top of the mortgage mm-hmm. so we could get ahead of that. And I asked two weeks ago, I was like, hey, babe, are you still putting $500 on top of the mortgage? And you said, well, I didn't do it last month because of all of our wedding expenses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I texted you and I go, okay, honey, can you just like, can we have a conversation before we change things like that? And you called me immediately. And you said, I'm so sorry. And you asked me a very important question. What is this? I want to learn more about what it, this makes you feel like 
why this is important. And I listed it off. I was like, okay, well, uh, this is what we came up with. Uh, we we make like six months worth of, we make like six months worth of mortgage payments if we do it this way. Um, I I hate fucking debt. This is like your money that you've earned. This is the equity that you're paying into the house. And at the very end of it, I was like, and also I don't get to change things on the fly. Say if I'm having a bad month, without discussing it with you first, I don't get to like not pay the I don't know the heat bill, and just say oh yeah I mean uh, expenses were a lot, so it was one of those things where it was just check with me first. Yeah, but thank you for calling. Thank you for calling and uh, seeking clarification on why it's important to me. I fucking hate that. Mm -hmm. I love that we're overpaying our mortgage. We'll take like five to seven years off of our Mm -hmm. fifteen-year fixed, and um, and it's it's equity that you're buying into this house too, which is it's like uh, it's important to me. I when you texted felt all of these feelings well up in my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if listeners and viewers will be will resonate with this because I think there are times when this happens in many different scenarios. You texted in my my like stomach dropped. I felt all kinds of embarrassed and mortified and then you feel defensiveness come in and mm-hmm. then you feel fear. I feel feelings of failure. I'm sure everybody has their own bevy of feelings. And I am so thankful for you that I know that the best course of action right then and there is to call you. And um, because you're willing to take the time to address something. So yeah, I had, I should have absolutely talked to you about it. I don't know why I didn't. I think fear and embarrassment and shame, um, I shared with you on the phone that I I so wish that I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars right away, right? Like, I know that that's not logical, but it's it's what I desire to do. Um, and so I think I feel feelings of shame and embarrassment that I'm not providing more faster. Okay. That is the reason it's not an excuse, right? There is a difference between me understanding the stories that I just shared with you and knowing this about myself and it excusing the behavior. It does not excuse the behavior. And I knew in that moment that those feelings that I was feeling were temporary, but that they also needed to be addressed. And then I needed to share some things with you. And I have learned that the way that my brain works, for better or for worse, I don't fucking know, is that if I can understand the why behind it, if I can understand what it will provide for you, even if it's very logical, like Lauren, he asked you to do this. This is your commitment. Follow it through. <laughs> for some reason in my head, it helps so much. And so thank you for taking the time to do that. Thank you for calling me on my shit, on my misbehavior, but not making me feel small. Um, And I know you have your wounds too. So I'm so sorry of like parents not following through. That's a wounding you have. And so in essence, I did that. Right. In essence, I didn't follow through on my piece of the bargain, which is some of your trauma. And so I'm sorry. I didn't even address that then. That's shitty of me. Um, Yeah, it was just shitty of me. And I'm sorry. 
and the whole thing. I should have talked with you about it. I should have addressed it. But thank you for giving me space to ask some questions because you could have been like, no, I'm not telling you why. Right? Like, just do it. You said you'd do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. You could have said all kinds of things. What was the motivation to keep it in the dark? It didn't even, that's why I'm saying I think it felt childish. It didn't even feel like I wasn't purposefully hiding from you. I just think I was like very much like the kid does sometimes like, well, I just didn't think about it. Yeah. It felt like that. That's what it felt like, which is what I'm saying. It felt childish. It didn't feel like current Lauren. Um, It wasn't like an intentional hiding. It was like a lie of omission. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't, we had a lot of expenses this month. Yeah. He'll understand. He doesn't really know. Yeah, it felt like a kid. <laughs> it's so not something I do. I'm so sorry. <sighs> you know, it's interesting. I remember I was babies had a lot to make money when I was a kiddo. And um, I remember uh, this is very gendered language, but the women, the moms in this scenario, this happened several times. They would leave for whatever I was babysitting for the day for and say, if a package comes while I'm gone, would you get it and put it in my closet? Because my husband doesn't know that I ordered fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, that is the oddest thing in the world. And then there, I just did that. So, <laughs> Baby, thanks. Thanks for like owning up for it. And no one is above the, uh, oh, I don't know. We all do that shit. Um, How did it make you feel, though? Why don't you share? Why don't you tell me? Okay. I, I always do this, the, I always do the uh, 1 to 10 scale, where if, like, 1 is, like, completely indifferent, and then 10 is, like, blinding, rage, mad, uh, blackout, I don't know, like a 2 or a 3. So it was like an eye roll. But how did it make you feel? I – you wound up for it, honey. So – like, you don't manipulate me. My bullshit meter does not go off all the time for you. There's certain people in my life where the bullshit <laughs> meter is just, it's always on yeah, high. Yeah, it's right. always on status alert. Yeah. But you don't you don't tip my bullshit meter. Mm. It's one of the reasons I love and I trust you so much. Mm. So I didn't see it as like, a, you're breaking trust. That's not where my mind went. It okay. went to, yeah. There, it was an expensive month. Yeah. But then it also went to like, well, I don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it went to, if you need that, uh, talk to me. And then I called you back. Yeah. And I go, baby, do you like right. have enough? Right. Because it would break my fucking heart if you're right. not provided for. Right. So then my mind went to, oh, fuck. Like, am I not doing my job? Um, and then you reassured me that you do. Which I, like, I have to kind of trust that you're telling me the truth there. I'd be more mad at you if, if you're not asking, like, no, I, I can't do right. this right now. Yeah. I'd be more upset if you're not telling me the truth where it's like, no, I need this relief or I need more. Right. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, great. Isn't so that's that, where my mind goes. It's so interesting, right? And because... Thank you, baby. Thank you for calling me and seeking clarification, mm. like doing it over the phone versus text. Because yeah. that was you. Like, you called me immediately. And then we had, like, a five-minute conversation. So thank you for that. It was huge. But it didn't, it it just, it it was, it happens. 
Yeah, thanks for being. Um, this is what I want listeners and viewers to hear too. Us somehow, maybe you can tell me how you did this. You were able to be a safe space for me to come to seek clarification. Mm-hmm. Even though I had wronged you. How did you hold space for both of those things? How how did you In text I just asked a question. Okay. Yeah. Just thank you. I think many I more I'd say you're not allowed to do that or we had an agreement or any of that shit, even though that's all like true. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't ever want to argue with you. If I'm arguing with you, I don't understand you. Yes. Or I'm not giving the uh, giving you the space to understand you. Yes. So I just asked a question. Would it be okay if in the future? And then when you ask questions, you, you give the other person ownership. Yes. And then you give the other person an opportunity to say yes or no, too. Yes. And then things can change based off that. That's exactly what I felt like you were doing, is giving me ownership and an opportunity to take responsibility over and over again. Um, that, I mean, that's even why we have this arrangement, right, is for that exact purpose. But it felt it felt like an opportunity as opposed to a lecture, as opposed to a, like, beratement of anger. I'm not here to lecture you. Right. I don't, I don't want a partner that I need to lecture either. Right. I'm not here to raise you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're fully capable, autonomous, independent, badass bitch. Thank you. You're welcome. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to partner alongside. Yeah, shape that. Yeah. Partner and have true partnership. Yeah. This is true partnership. Mm. Yeah, thank you. And it, I've always said this, honey, monetarily, you have the opportunity to make so much more than me. And I think that will happen. Uh, yeah. You can create your reality. Mm-hmm. So you get whatever you want. And you you put the action behind that. And it's beautiful to watch. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for remaining curious in the stumble. I think that the reason the majority of us do kind of childish things at times is because we are embarrassed of our own shortcomings. And thank you for seeing past my action to the why to going deeper and saying hey this this wasn't done let's talk about why it wasn't done right what's really going on right what are you feeling what are you experiencing just just thank you mm-hmm. i think if we all could do that in this world right so much would be healed because most of us are coming out of however we were raised, we've got our own baggage, that in partnership, now we're coming up against it again. And I think the reasons we act in anger, act in secrecy, act in all of these different things are usually because of true insecurity of our own shortcomings. And yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for owning your shit. Thanks for, like, honey, we resolved that problem in five minutes. (laughs) In, like, five minutes. We resolved it in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. Uh, Moving on? Yeah. Let's move on. What do you want to talk about? You had sexual questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, baby, in this last week, how has our, share whatever you want to share, but, like, how has our sex been? 
yeah, it's funny because you asked me, you told me that you had some sexual questions you wanted to ask and if I felt comfortable with it. And I really did reflect on my, in my body. Mm-hmm. And I do think, A, I'm a sexuality educator, but B, people don't talk about sexuality a lot inside of partnership. So yeah. I feel very comfortable well, It's very about personal, this. too. It is very personal. I mean, I don't think I need to get X-rated. So No, we're not going to get into details. No. And then, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay, in the past week, so from like Monday, last Monday to now? Seven okay. days, five or seven days. Like how, like so how's our sex life been back lately? Back I, three days ago? Back three days ago. It's actually been like kind of phenomenal. I'm thinking of like several instances. I don't know. You can tell me if you don't want me to go down this road. You have been exploring my body in a new way in more like curious ways again back to partnerships long-term partnerships have one unique challenge and that is that partners can sometimes assume well i know what gets them off like so i don't know i mean we have the same sex every day an exercise i do with my clients often is i want you to write out a typical sexual encounter yeah, like I know how to beat the game. I know this level, you know. Yeah. <laughs> up, right, down, B, A, B. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it is, right? This from level one to level two. Sure, sure. I, you know, I have all these exercises on like the five gears of touch because so many people are like, yeah, it goes boom, 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 mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I level up and then mm-hmm. that's where it is. Um, and then she comes and I come and we're good. Uh, that That's one kind of hazard of comfortable, safe, secure long-term relationships it's not bad it's just a possible hazard because it can get boring and then yada yada anyway recently i don't know what's gotten into you you've maybe that's where you're going with this (laughs) i don't know you've just been really curious and people um with vulvas are we sex to us is so much more than penetration our bodies are made to accelerate really slowly. And as our genitals get more and more and more aroused, the greater and the more wonderful experiences for us. And we can orgasm, I mean, so many different ways. It is not just one orgasm for a vulva-owning person. And so it's it's just been really fun because... Some of it I've been suggesting different things, but you've been asking me to teach you, and then you've been doing all these kind of things. So I don't know. Our sex recently has been curious, different, um, really heart-connected, which I know where some of that comes from because I've been reading all these Tantra books. But you've been totally up for doing it with me. Okay. We played a game. I want to talk about the game too. Anyway, it's felt great. That was a very long answer to your question. You have long answers? You you, you talk... <laughs> yes, I talk a lot. Okay, so this last week, I've been trying something different out, and let me set you up. Can I do this? Yeah. So can I play a clip, and it's about a minute long. I broke I broke it up into like three parts. Can we listen to the clip and then just kind of discuss what... Let me, let me set yes. it up. So this is one of my favorite people. This is Matt McCusker. Uh, from Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, and this is his Patreon, and he's basically talking about what he's been up to as far as his sexualities. 
as a sexuality educator and as your partner. I'm very curious about okay, that. Okay, great. Um, and then I'm going to like loop it in where it's like it's going to be good audio on this. So okay. let's just not talk over this, but I'll pause. And you'll put the good talk. audio in. I'll put the good audio okay. in, but like we're just going to hear okay. it off this laptop. Can I do a really quick discredit disclaimer? Sure. Okay. I have never heard this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need listeners and viewers to know this. Um, I have not screened this. I have not like this is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have not listened to this. Great. Great. At all. That was are, too much for me. Are you still no fapping right now? No, I don't really. Oh, you don't consider yes it? Yes and no, I am, but not with like the same fervor. It's just like a natural. So I'm not on no fat, but I don't watch porn any currently. I haven't watched yeah. porn for, I don't know, three or four months now. So you're going all memory stuff. That's what you. That's what I was doing. But then you start confronting the memory bank and you go like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to start like conjuring up fantasies and all. It's like, yeah. where does that lead? Dude, I so now I just kind of like just wait. Yeah. I wait to be released. So this last week, uh, I haven't been masturbating. I haven't been watching porn. Um, and then I took it a step further where I haven't been if I if a sexual thought comes into my mind, I'm dismissing it. Mm-hmm. Where like my sexual thoughts right now are really actually in real time with you. Huh. Or it's a buildup with you right now. I'm so fascinated. The porn will I, and this is just for like you know like a Mary type thing. The porn will it gives you a, a complete sexual outlet that you can like completely hide, and it like it like uh it fucks up the relationship politics yeah. on some level, and it's not healthy. I'm susceptible to fall, fall into a pornhole. Yes. Some people don't fall into pornholes. No, I it's like If you can just watch porn, like, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, I'll start jerking off the hooker ads, dude. Yes. And it's like, that's the pornhole. Yep. That's when you're in the pornhole. Pornhole. So I'm susceptible of falling into a pornhole. Huh? 100%. I don't know and, if I knew this. And I think it does fuck up. A relationship dynamic. Also, I, I edited this to save time, so I cut it out, but I tried to keep the context of what Matt's saying. So I deal with what he deals with when it comes to pornog. Interesting. Where I will grind porno. And then as far as fucking up the relationship dynamics, for us, baby, maybe I'll come twice to porn and then I'll be less likely to be engaged with you, say, mm-hmm. if you're feeling your sensuality or if you want my masculinity. I'll be less likely to receive or to give back. Mm. Now I want to know, like, I have so many questions. Yeah, this is really actually a reverse where I don't have a lot of questions for you. What questions do you have for me? And take your time, too. Do you have any examples or any times where, because, uh, so let's bring the viewers up to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I was raised to think that porn was of the devil. Yeah. Right? Like, that literally, it was a gateway to all of the dark and horrible things. So, we need to be really clear what we break down right mm-hmm. here. Sex trafficking, the owning of a human being, is evil, is dark and is evil. Yes. Non-consensual, non-ethical porn work horrific so many of the industries that were way back when were underpaying the performers Mm -hmm. were not were not good like just not good okay so that's that (laughs) then 
Um, I would encourage any listener and viewer to purchase the book by David J. Lay called The Myth of Sex Addiction. Amazing, amazing resources on um, on the porn industry, on the all of the things we were always told as people raised like me that men are visual and so porn is going to destroy them and they're never going to be able to engage in healthy relationships, all this type of stuff. So I encourage listeners and viewers to do some basic work on porn itself, okay? So that's that. Now, as a sexuality educator, we have talked about before, this was your analogy. Do you remember the um, food analogy? 100%. Made? Porn okay. is fast food for the brain. Yeah. It's like fast food. Okay. Expand on that, though, because that analogy works so well. It tastes really good, and it's shit for you. Mm-hmm. And if you eat enough of it over time, you're going to get really, really sick and die. Right. So, right. It, it once, like, and once also, in a while, it, it needs to be said, we've, we've had our conversations about porn, and it's condoned yeah. in this relationship. So, so that's what I was going to get to, yeah. is that within our relationship, it is known that porn's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it is known that you watch porn. Um, I, I had, I remember one time I got really insecure about it. Um, yeah, and I did my work on that. I've just, I don't know, I'm to the point now where I could try to quote unquote control that, but controls are illusions anyway. And so I decided internally, I don't know if I've ever told you this, (laughs) that this is why this is so fucking interesting for me, um, that I would just see if it ever affected us. If I ever felt like I was not being provided for sexually then I would address it Mm -hmm. because I felt like in my soul that that would be reason to address it right in our partnership sex is something that I want and you've known that from the very beginning that wouldn't be a surprise so if I felt like I don't know something was being asked of me or I don't know that I wasn't being being given choice or I felt like some scenario was being acted out on me or that you were resigning from me sexually mm. because your sexual needs had already been filled or um, <laughs> you were like sneaking away all the time or staying up late or getting yeah. up early to watch porn, then I would address it. And Matt goes into where it's like, as far as messing up the relationship dynamics, where if you have a fight with someone and then you or your significant other, and then you can go off and be like, oh, I can go get this need met via porn. It's, it's fucked. Well, is that the first time you've thought about that when what? Matt said it? Um, no, okay. Uh-uh. okay. no, no. Yeah. I don't do that in our relationship, but I've done that in other relationships. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Same thing. As, that's why the food analogy is so good. And this is my problem when people hate on porn because I'm like, no, 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 no. What we need to go back to is why are we going to porn, right? Why are we going to food? Why are we going to sleep? Why are we going to anything in the world? It can be poison or it can be medicine, right? Mm. For a starving person who has no money and yada, 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 fast food is food. Yeah. And it's going to nourish their fucking body. Yeah. Okay? So we got to break it down and be like, oh, what's causing mm-hmm. us to go to the thing? Because it's a true hunger. 
right? For mm-hmm. porn, for people, for unpartnered people who are trying to give themselves healthy pleasure practices, porn can be fine, right. fine, right? But there are times when, right, are you having a fight with your partner and then going to porn instead of repairing relationship with your partner and then having good sex with your partner? That's not good. Just like going to the drive-thru sneakily, right? Which you've also, Taco Bell is my baby's love. Uh-huh. It's just an interesting conversation. Okay, well, wait. So when did you decide to, when, how long have you, have you been, I have so many questions. This came out like a week ago. So like, this is, I don't know, maybe six, seven days now. Okay. Tell me more about the pornhole. I'm sorry, back up. I didn't know you fall down pornholes. Yeah, I can fall down pornholes. Yeah, where it's like, uh, like video after video where it's like 30, 45 minutes of porn. It's gross. So yeah, I can go. I can go down that. But and then, like, what, if that, I'm sorry. If, what? How does this work physiologically? What do you are mean? you waiting to orgasm until the end of the forty minutes, or are you? This you might finally too- come, and then you're like, and, and then you don't even remember what you came to. It's weird. Where it's like you literally, I literally, I, I couldn't. If you were to ask me, if you were to test me on like what I actually came to, yeah. it all just blends together into nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm susceptible of going down a porn hole. How do you feel about yourself? Let me pause again for listeners and viewers. For some reason, this doesn't trigger me. This might be really triggering to some people. So, like, turn this off, y'all, if this is not your cup of tea. But I do, or schedule a one-on-one consultation with me, and we can work through porn stuff. Okay, but I'm so curious... Why? Like, what's pulling you to the next video? Where are you mentally? Oh, this one's not good enough. I need to go to another one. Oh, she's a blonde. I want to see a redhead. Oh, you know, I want big naturals. It's because everything's there. Okay. Everything is there. It's like a search away. Then you have have access to literally millions of clips. Millions. It's like, oh, I like this one. Oh, she reminds me of like somebody I slept with 10 years ago. It's a wild kind of connect the dots. Now, before when we've talked about porn, you've told me that you love like the story, the buildup. Are you? Sometimes, yes. And then sometimes. Are you like skipping ahead in these storylines? Storylines. Are you like going right to certain body parts? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're like moving the cursor along? 100%. Oh, yeah. This is fascinating. Uh Uh-huh. Are you okay talking about Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, what, what, le- what, is there like a starting point? Like, do you know you're going to go down a porn hole? The starting point is it's time to come. That's the starting point. The starting point is like, oh, I'm horny or I'm bored or I'm slightly Where stressed am I out. in these scenarios? Because I live in this house. Yeah, I'm sometimes you're in the house. house. Yeah, sometimes you're working. And so then I'll, I'll be like, it'll be like a little sneaky thing too where it's like, I'll sneak away. It's like, oh, ooh, Lauren's going to go work out. Or it's like, oh, Lauren's got a, a session. Yeah. Really? Yeah, then I'm masturbating in the basement. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wish I could feel rage. Ooh, instead of just like, to me it sounds... Can I say this? This sounds really, really juvenile. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, okay. we both have our juvenile things, honey. We're just working out our juvenile things. Okay. I started watching porn when I was a juvenile. Yeah, sure. This is, this is actually this money and porn. That is what I'm going to call this episode. Yeah, money and porn. That's what it's, sorry, I found the name. Because you're exactly right. Most porn viewing starts in adolescence. Yeah. And so we... I was the first generation. I was the first, like, mm-hmm. I was the first teenage generation with access because once you got high-speed internet mm-hmm. in the house... 
everything changed. Okay, but what? How did you just find conviction? Was it him who has been leading you to conviction? Because this sounds Matt like McCusker, such, like yeah, such it, you know, Christian heart over his uh, or hand do. over his heart. No, it, it's just interesting what he was talking about, and mm-hmm. I found it very fascinating. And then, okay, let me let me play the third clip. This is the There's last a one. third clip. Yeah, this is the best podcast ever. I just get into other stuff, and then all of a sudden, I just let my cum meter build up, and it just builds up, and I go, like, nice. If I had, like, any of a I-have-to-cum feeling, I used to, like, attack it with the utmost urgency. Yeah. Now I let it just chill in my body for a while, and then I'm like, store up, let it go. It does help to just lose yourself in some sort of work or quest. Definitely. I'm just being like, I'm just going to give myself over to some sort of valuable thing that other people can benefit from. There it is. So it just, uh, I don't know. 99% 99% of the shit goes in and out of my ears, and that resonated with me. And then I was like, why not give it a shot? Mm-hmm. And then throughout this entire week of not coming solo, it's been great. Mm-hmm. And then my most favorite thing has literally been dismissing lustful thoughts. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, ah, oh, it's not time for that. Mm-hmm. I fast. The next meal is not my last meal, so it's almost like uh, it's fasting. I love fasting. And so it's just been great. It's been a lot of fun. So it resonated with me, and I, I gave it a shot, and, I, and that's, the, that's what I've been on for the last, like, week. Shout out to the boys. Uh, yeah. Shout out to anyone who's brave enough to have these conversations because most, especially men, are not cultured to discuss these things. So, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, can I send them a message? Um, the comment on lust brought me back to our time apart. Do you remember this when we talked about lust? Yeah. Um, for listeners and viewers, I, have we talked about the time when we did consensual non-monogamy? No. Do you I don't know if I want to talk about that. That was a very interesting time. Yeah. I don't know if I want to discuss that on this. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. I don't... Stay tuned. But we did talk about lust. And you had never, that was the very first time. You said it was a light bulb moment. We actually have it in writing, in a Google Doc. Well, it was M. It was M saying, mm-hmm. like, why is he saying yes to lust? And then I go, oh, shit. I've been saying yes to lust for, like, I don't know, a decade plus. Mm-hmm. All of my 20s, all of my 30s. And then, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, then it just becomes, like, a repeating pattern. And then I got good at it, too. Yeah. I got good at acquiring feminine affection yeah uh and yeah there's something so admirable about restraining about being the boss of our own bodies about saying i see that fast food restaurant and i'm going to drive by i'm going to acknowledge that what i want is the high of the the flavor of the food in my mouth Mm -hmm. And instead, I'm going to go home and I'm going to continue this fast that I've decided to do or I'm going to cook a healthy meal for myself because I deserve that, Mm -hmm. right? And because I have the means to and the privilege or whatever, right? Like there's just something so admirable about chosen self-control. Have you experienced a benefit of restraining and not going down the porn trail? And this not week, consuming? This week, baby, we've had some awesome fucking sex. Okay. We've had amazing sex. Amazing, mm-hmm. connected mm-hmm. sex. 
And then I get to focus more on my missions too. Okay. Yeah. How has it felt for you? Great. What I want to do is I want to own, I want to have more ownership in my mind and my thoughts for what I want to do now and in the future with my missions and my purpose. And this has been a really clarifying step. I'm not saying it's the last time I watch porn or it's the last time I jerk off, but um, it's been a great fucking week. Just for me personally, it's been a great week, and I will I will acknowledge uh, my privilege, my privilege of having a smoking hot wife that's uh, takes care of herself and is uh, highly sexual. So I will acknowledge mm-hmm. my privilege, and um, yeah. But I mean, fuck, it's been fucking great. I so that's the shit I've been on. I have so many follow-up questions. Okay, so I, I I thank you for acknowledging that, right? And if more people who are using the fast food of porn instead turned that attention, turned that time that they might spend watching, is it seriously like 30 clips of porn? Sometimes it's fall? like 30 minutes of porn. That's so much. Lo- I mean, Anyway, if instead they took that time and attention and focused it on their partner, right? And did some of the curious practices on their own partner. I think a lot of partners would find that they had sex partners in their own houses. Like like you're saying, I have a privilege of a very highly sexual partner. Um, a lot of women are highly sexual. They're just not interested in the type of sex that they're getting at home. And if we all took a little more responsibility. It's kind of fucking mind-blowing right there, you know? Yeah, it's been my mind-blowing phrase. All my clients are looking at me like, what? So I'll say it again. Say it again. The media has told us that women are not interested in sex. That women are not as sexual as men. Okay? It's a lie. Women are just not interested in that kind of sex. In the boring sex that most men are interested in providing. So, babe, the type of sex that you've been giving me over this past week, opposite of boring. It has been so focused on my body and learning my body and different ways of touching my body. And we've been having sex for years now. And you have been curiously playing with discovering my body. And I almost 100% guarantee that if men who might be watching porn now, might not be watching porn now, instead went to their long-term partners and said, show me a new way to touch you. Do you touch yourself when you're alone in a way that I've never touched you? Could you show me? They would find they also have highly sexual sex partners. They've just been having sex the same way for a really long time, and women are bored of it. So no, we don't want to always just be giving and laying back and allowing. One of the things that women love the best is being asked yes. their opinion. Women, yeah, see that? Eyes roll in the back of the head. Women love being asked their opinion. Mm-hmm. And to Matt's point, if you've already come three times that day, you might not really care about how she wants to be fucked. You might not really care if she wants more of a connected, heartfelt sexual experience. Women, especially men's training people, have very different needs 
at all different times of their cycle. Sometimes they have like animalistic primal needs. You've experienced it sometimes. And they want it like that. But if you're not a safe person the rest of the month, they're not going to take it from you. They're not. Mm -mm. I'm just fascinated. Do you feel that porn has ever negatively affected us? Have you ever felt a time where you didn't have the capacity for me because you had been in a porn hole or you'd just come and I didn't know it or yeah. No. Uh -uh. Okay. No, because like porn is still a distant second to how much you turn me on. Like still after what? Three years together. Mm -hmm. It's a distant second. And then like, when mama's hungry, mama's going to eat also. But what about emotionally, spiritually, relationally? I've never sexually? used it as a, I, I've never used it as a fuck you. Also, we don't argue like that. No. So we don't, we don't get that. We never get that angry or we never talk to each other that way where it's like mm -hmm. a fuck you to you. So I've never used it that way. Have you ever snuck it? Have you ever not told me? This is, I feel so vindicated yeah. with yeah. my like. Vindicated! With my money thing now. I feel so much better. So much better. Good. Uh, it's weird, but good. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so fucking good. It's petty, but good. Go go ahead with your petty uh petty statement. Go ahead with my pettiness, mm -hmm. my petty self. <laughs> this is gonna be my name now, Petty. petty that can be Lord. my hyphen name. That's yeah. That's gonna be your new and name. I'm gonna go to the social security office. Put that in, Petty. Petty. They'll be like Betty. No, Petty. <laughs> it's me. You've snuck it. Snuck it. Well, like, yeah. Now I'm like. When, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. when is the most recent time that you have done sn sneaky porn? It's not really like snuck it where it's like, oh, I'm coming. And like <laughs> when you turn around. But um, no, I've snuck it when like you've been in the house and like walking around upstairs and say it's like if if I hear the door open, I'd, I'd hide it and shit like that. Yeah. I turn into like a little sneaky thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You did that mm -hmm. once on an anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In that San was Diego. the only time porn has ever really backfired. Correct. Was. <laughs> backfired. No, it fired. Um, yeah, it fired. Talking about coming. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I did sneak it there because I thought you were going to go do something for mm -hmm. hours at a time. And then you're back in the room in 10 minutes. Yeah. You literally caught me like finishing up, like mopping up. You caught me. Mm -hmm. It was very embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassment yeah. and shame. Yeah. And then I didn't come clean. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Yeah, you, you you were not truthful. No, I was not truthful. And then like the vibes were weird even during dinner. And you kept like horrible. saying I love you so much or something. And I'm like, she's she's being oh. And then I when did I finally come clean? That night we had no, the conversation the and it day. sucked. No, it, it went to the next sucked. day. It was horrible. I did the opposite of what you did when it's discussing the mortgage, where you got right in front of it and owned and you were truthful and honest and hey, this is what happened. My God, if I would have done that, it would have saved us a lot of tears. Well, because partners, and I'm sure listeners can resonate with this, have hidden something before. Sneaky bullshit. And then the other one doesn't know what's going on, yeah. and energy stops flowing between the two. Or the energy is weird as fuck. Oh yeah. my and God. And then I didn't know what you were hiding, yeah. and then I thought you were disappointed in me, mm -hmm. and so then uh, I automatically you go default to overfunction. To that. You default uh, to like, 100%. it must be me, I'm going to overfunction, which in reality is, I'm embarrassed that I was which caught I, masturbating. Mm-hmm. Which then, and watching porn, yeah. and you 
then when you told me, I was so confused because I was like, wait, we have an, a, an agreement that this is okay to do. Why are you hiding this? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Little boy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ding, it goes ding. back to like juvenile stuff. Juvenile stuff. Yeah. Same thing with my money thing. Mm-hmm. Juvenile stuff, right? And what was more harmful, and this is what we talked about, was the hiding it. Yes. Right? The yes. concealing of the behavior was far more harmful than the porn stuff. Mm-hmm. The porn stuff felt a little harmful because we were on an anniversary trip and I was like, wait, I'm confused. Why are you watching porn when like mm-hmm. I'm here? That felt a little strange, but then we, you know, but like that's talk throughable, just like the money thing. Like, sure. babe, what am I not providing? Do you not have enough? That's mm-hmm. that conversation as opposed to why are you hiding it, right? So much more of an interesting conversation around is there something, a sexual need that's not getting met? Was that more just like an erotic fun thing to do that has nothing to do with me? Just like you wanted to ask me the money questions, how you called back and we're like, wait a second. <laughs> do you have needs that are not being met? Please mm-hmm. share them with me. Yeah, when we conceal things from partners, money, sex, it does not go well. It's bad. It's diminishing returns for sure. That was horrible. That was like the was worst. Bad. And then it was like, it was on me too. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I'm fucking up. I'm, I'm doing truthful dumb here. shit. That was all on you. I'm Just doing... like the money was all on me. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. No. Wait, but. but... Okay. Yeah. So if it, ha- if you don't feel that porn has gotten the way- in the way of our relationship and energy flow recently, since that time in San Diego in 2021, um, why? Why give it up? Why take a break? It goes back to controlling my own mind. Controlling my thoughts. Being more in control. I'm a very serious guy. I'm so fucking serious. Um, that's what it is. That's the first time you've cursed on this whole podcast. I've been the cursor. I've cursed so many times on this podcast, honey. I know, but this episode, you told me you were going to do better and you did better. And I've, I was like, I'm I think gonna... I've been cursing this entire time. No, babe. I have. I think you were going to laugh. That's the first time you did it. No. Uh, you were it's so much better when we don't curse as much i will be better like you we're getting off track so you want to be in more control of your mind yeah do you feel yeah do you feel differently when you are yeah it's like doing the hard thing it's like doing the workout when you don't want to do the workout that's when it's like dismissing sexual thoughts or lust or you know seeing you know the hot 55 year old you know jogging down the street and, and then just being like oh there she is that's it because why because it means why not and also, I get to I get to direct all of that energy. I get to fire hose all my energy to you. So I get to fire hose all that sexual energy, mm-hmm. and then like that outlet is directed onto you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not a pussy brat. Are you familiar with pussy brat? No, that's another term from the boys. But a uh, pussy brat is like when a man is like either begging for sex yeah. or like, oh, we need to have sex. It's like uh, um, uh, tasks or what is it? Like, I'll do this for you, and now yeah, it's time to have yeah, sex. Yeah, bribes for sex. Bribes for sex, yeah. Bribes for sex and pussy bratting. Correlation. Your term is a little bit more, now that I'm saying them both out loud. So, bribes for sex. You gave me that term, baby. Bribes for sex? No shit. Okay, it's it's from... Yeah. It's from the coach. <laughs> it's all you. It's from You're a very good educator. And, um, yeah, so, that's what's up. Yeah, because sometimes I get fearful... Uh, I, yeah, that I you're don't... not providing like sex for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So like, but you haven't felt that way, and you're not going to take this. My break whole thing this week now that like... I'm now that I'm completely done with pornography <laughs> and ever masturbating ever again. My whole thing is like just like wait, just in waiting like a predator. So I'm, I'm basically mm-hmm. a like a special forces mm-hmm. operator now. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a tier one operator, and um, I'm a hero. A sex hero. A zero? A sex hero? A zero? Anything else, baby? Yeah. I just want to say, sexuality is not a one-size-fits-all, cookie-cutter solution. And I am so glad that your people on your podcast talked about it. And what is right for one person is not going to be right for another. Um, For, so yeah. If you have questions, listeners and viewers, set up a free consult with me. The link is always in this anchor thing, in the anchor thing, in our show notes. Um, because try things always, right? What it, we, We've said this is not a how-to podcast. This is a how-we podcast, hmm. right? That is mine. I do say Love that. that. Thank you. It's not a how-to. It's a how-we. And we want this podcast to be like real-time, how we're trying to stumble through partnership, what works, what doesn't work, what we conceal, how we get through arguments. So I just, their porn can be so touchy, especially females are so insecure about it. So I hope this was very like healing for some people to see how openly we talk about porn. Um yeah, but if that feels really sensitive for you, I would love to talk with couples about this. And because we're starting at a really interesting place, we kind of dove in. We've already been having conversations about porn for a long time, for a really long time. Um, I didn't know that you fall or fall down a porn, although this has been really fascinating to me. And it can it's it can become an addiction really easily for me. Yeah. Do you feel like it? It takes you off your purpose. Do you feel badly about yourself post pornhole? Yeah. You do. Because it's like, why did I do that? Or it's like literally if I'm going dry mind, honey, I can come in like a minute or two. Right. It's it's wild how fast I can come mm-hmm. using my imagination versus like, mm-hmm. like trying to get a curated perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like hitting a really good golf shot. I need fucking 20 of them first. Right. Why do you feel poorly hmm? post pornhole? Because it's it's slop. Mm. It's the same. It's fucking Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. It's me eating $12 worth of Taco Bell in the parking lot while I'm looking across the street at Walmart listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever says it's a Jim Gaffigan. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad I ate that. <laughs> I'm glad I ate that. Yeah, nobody ever fucking says that. Or if you do, you're stupid because right. I can't say. Good. I can't say no. the R word no. anymore. Action versus person. We have this conversation. S versus R. Yeah, and just there's so much, it's so much more nuance, my darling, <laughs> loving, most wonderful person. Nuance as fuck. What? You see, I said I did another there curse word. There you go. Anything else, baby? My lover? I want to ramble on this thing. I know you don't. Had you ever thought about doing this before? What? Before somebody else put it in your mind? Yeah, no porn. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I've gone like weeks and weeks. I've gone maybe a month with uh-huh. no porn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
and then it's but the then it defaults to like these like sexual conquests that I've had maybe five ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Where then it's like, do I want to spiral down that? So that was really interesting that Matt mm-hmm. said also where it's like. Yeah, but, like, then you're doing all this shit. You're going back. You're creating all this stuff. So it's still kind of the same thing. It's been really nice to literally take a break from sexual thoughts and really just kind of, like, really, if it's time for sex and then it's, like, this designated time. Mm -hmm. Is there a risk that you will become resentful of me if I don't put out in this time of porn abstinence if you're not like attracted to me or if you're no longer feeling sexual then that's a deeper issue Mm, so then we have to address that that was a nuanced answer sir mr anti-nuance um (laughs) yeah and then i need to pick that up my spidey sense needs to actually pick that up Mm. so okay yeah no so it's not gonna be like "Mm, i'm not that's pussy brand Oh, that's bribes for sex or pussy. You know, that's pussy bratton. Yeah, it's like, it does oh, sound hey. like a brat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pussy bratton. Um, okay, because I think I did get a little scared. Like, it, whoa. And if I need the pussy brat, I'll either, I if I need to come, I'll I'll come. Uh huh. Um, or, or I'll be like, honey, like, hey, can we make out and I can masturbate real quick? Or it's okay. like, hey, yeah, just, I like that. I yeah, like that. Or it's like, hey, just, I mean, just bend over really quick. Wait, no, that's. <laughs> I don't know, baby. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, if I need to come, oh, I'll come. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the part I think I really wanted to get to was it's not just I'm not going to watch porn anymore. <laughs> it's okay. It's, equ- it's equal to someone who decides they are going to eat better. It also requires chopping more vegetables and having quicker le- – You've got, it's a learning curve, right? And so – if listeners and viewers also want to cut down on their porn habits and pursue their own partner in their own house a little more, it's going to take the same level of curiosity and discipline that eating differently is go- takes. It's an yeah. effort. It's yeah. an effort. And what I have seen and felt this week, and I don't know if this is intentional or unten- unintentional, is more attention paid to me. That's why it's interesting. More careful attention, longer conversations. So I'm curious if that has to do with your hiatus. If it's giving you more energy for some of those things. It's been delightful. It's been a net positive. Great. Yeah. We'll keep it up. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Anything money, else, baby? Money and porn. No, I think this came together delightfully. Money and porn. Money, money and, and porn. porn. Money and porn. Money and porn. Yeah, and now I feel like I have like I I feel better. Good. I feel better because now I know you sneak sneak around. Yeah, I'm a sneaky little yeah. <laughs> sneaky no, little porn. No, thanks for having man. this conversation though. I think You're it's welcome, very man. intriguing. And will you? Can I ask you for something? Go. If you break your porn fast, mm-hmm. will you tell me? Sure. Because now I want to do a scientific research experiment in my own home. Mm Because I want to see, A, how long it lasts. Mm -hmm. B, how it does affect our relationship. And then C, if when you break your fast, it does affect our relationship. Done. Thanks for this conversation. Hey, you're welcome for this conversation. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. Love you, babe. 
The opinions expressed on this podcast are just that, opinions. We encourage you to take what you like and leave the rest. We love research and hope you do your own. We hope that our successes and failures enable you to build the partnerships you dream about. So I like to take a little minute just at the end of these podcasts to talk about the platform that we use for our podcasts called Anchor. When we were first getting into the scene of podcasting, I didn't know much, but did a simple Google search um, and found that by just uploading one high-res video to Anchor's platform, it does the rest of the work for me, pushes out the audio and video to every platform podcast users use. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. And I'd love to tell you more about Anchor.